as a person that is an origin and deals with farmers, which where the coffee comes from, yeah. and there's a lot of struggling about labor, for example, and how labor since before COVID, but after COVID also kind of like affected it in a way of, you know, like uh, how people are struggling and farmers. And one of the um, comments that we have in conversations is, is uh, are we going to run out, out of coffee? Like okay. it, that's a kind of like a th thing that we talked about with yeah, we different talk about producers a lot. and and yeah and in general and it's like well in five or ten years we're not gonna have coffee, obviously we will but not as much as we can because a lot of farmers are just switching over. This episode is proudly brought to you by Mapper Forwards Workshop. It's time to become a coffee consultant. Learn how to diversify your revenue streams and create freedom from your day job while saying goodbye to that alarm clock forever by becoming a consultant within the coffee industry or directly to consumers who have shifted towards home brewing and home roasting. Protect your income from challenging times in the coffee value chain by taking this course today. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for details. Powered by DXB Live and World of Coffee Dubai, Mapper Forward is proud to be the official podcast partner of World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 for a second year in a row. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode, who knows, of 15 <laughs> of the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward here at World of Coffee Dubai 2024. We are getting towards the end of the third day and I got a phone call from my dear friend, a text message from my dear friend Kim Thompson from Raw Coffee yesterday. And she said, you have to have this, our next guest on the podcast. And when Kim says, you have to have this person, someone on the <laughs> podcast, I'm like, yes, ma'am. So Kim, shout out to you. Thank you for this. Yeah. I, I'm sure this is going to be a great conversation. Raul Rodas, yeah. did I say it right? Yeah, right, right. Welcome to the podcast yeah. for the first time. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. I'm happy to be here and just share and talk. And yeah, and thanks to Kim as well. Yes, yeah, of course. She's the gem of the yeah. industry. Um, you got all of this information about what we're talking about at like 1 a.m. So I don't know if, if you've got still a chance. Fresh, yeah. <laughs> so um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you before we dive into what our question is? Uh, so short kind of like version. Um, yeah. I'm from Guatemala and I've been in coffee like around 17, 18 years now. Yeah. Um, I did a world, uh, world birthday championship in 2012. Okay. Uh, so a long time ago. <laughs> it seems like a whole other exactly. world. Away. Yeah, it was. It was. I say that I was in a BS world, right? <laughs> like in the before scales. I mean, <laughs> so it's <laughs> just. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I from that I started a roastery company, and then I started working with producers since then, and now I have a company called Paradigma Coffee Trading, which is like uh, sourcing coffees from Guatemala and helping them to improve in uh, naturals and anaerobics and processing in general. Okay. Uh, and also I migrate myself into Honduras as well to find those coffees and teach them how to make all of these uh, naturals and processings mm -hmm. and also sourcing coffees from El Salvador to different friends around the region. D uh, Dubai and Saudi is one of the, the customers that we have and we export right. coffee. Uh, and it's been quite a variety and really interesting and keep, awesome. like a learning curve in general so yeah yeah amazing we're exploring the theme of this series here at world of coffee dubai we're talking about empowering the coffee industry in 2024 it's right. a volatile time in coffee 
no matter where you are in the supply chain. It's yeah. volatile for a lot of different reasons. And the question that we're asking is how can we empower the supply chain or the coffee right. industry uh, in 2024? What are your ideas around that? There's, I mean, there's a lot of ideas in terms of like, as a person that is an origin and deals with farmers, which where the coffee comes from, yeah. And there's a lot of struggling about labor, for example, and how labor since before COVID, but after COVID also kind of like affected it in a way of, you know, like uh, how people are struggling and farmers. And one of the um, comments that we have in conversations is, is, uh, are we going to run out, out of coffee? Like okay. it, that's a kind of like a thing that we talked about with yeah, we different talk about producers and, and yeah and in general and it's like well in five or ten years we're not going to have coffee obviously we will but not as much as we can because a lot of farmers are just switching over yep. that's not answering your question but no but, no keep uh, going keep going uh, but I think that kind of like that is just too empowering and it's an appreciation in my perspective of Guatemala I think that overall my country or Guatemala in general needs a little bit more promotion in terms of understanding how difficult has been and how difficult it is as price wise and how labor like it's just becoming different to produce coffee and just to produce and besides that producing specialty coffee and then produce right. amazing coffees or cup of excellence winner coffees you know it's something that it has been i think that overall like a lot of people have that idea of yeah we'll have a geisha 90 plus whatever but it's a, it's a really got it's hard you know to produce that kind of like those coffees overall and mm -hmm. just to maintain something uh, to producers to convince them to do it or to switch them over and say uh, come to decide and make just specialty or make just out of naturals or all this kind of stuff that can you know it's um, so I think a little, we need a little bit more understanding and promotions terms uh, origin and Central America in general that I think mm -hmm. is lacking that Honduras as well like they have amazing coffees we just need to find them and it's it's a hard work right so i think it's it's part of like that promotion day by day like that's what i'm doing here like right besides giving you samples or whatever about getting these coffees is about talking that we need to spread a little bit more the word of of you know that we have amazing coffees try it try them out be open to new origins you know and in is marketing the way that you guys feel that is that the empowerment that Guatemala needs? I think that we... So Guatemala has known has been known for a country that is a wash process coffee. And I think El Salvador has a little bit more, you know, ex experience or like marketing about naturals. And let's say Colombia, it's on the top of the head of everyone's. Mm -hmm. But Guatemala has already have and already started that. But I think that we need to have a little bit more conversation towards or try them out into little cafes or coffee shops that you can find really good coffees not that i know that people love wash coffees and there are people that love naturals but there's Everyone's a, got their thing yeah exactly but there isn't a the middle point of like now there's a open book that we can guatemala or honduras can offer you all of this you know uh rainbow of colors and tastes that before they didn't right so and I think we're improving, like, and, and it's part of like showcasing all of this, this coffees. So, uh, tell me, when it comes to the volatility of the next two years, how aware are Guatemalan producers and people at 
I mean, in coffee in general, not just the producers, but how do they feel about the volatility of the next couple of years? Um, I think at some points, like it's, it feels like dangerous. It feels like you're talking to someone like agronomy in Guatemala was one of the main things as a traditional. And now it's like, I have a son and it's like, oh, I want to go and study engineering or systems or electronics or I don't know, business. Yeah. And it's like, who's going to be in charge of that farm? Where's later? the next generation yeah, of exactly. producers coming from? And social media and all this, like at the end, like it's becoming, it's a good thing. But on the agronomy side, it's becoming a bad thing because it's endangered species, exactly. right? Exactly. Right. And that's, that's, and that's kind of like the, the conversation that keeps going of like, we're not going to have coffee in five years because besides cost and everything, it's just becoming like, who's going to take over that, right? Consolidation is what's going to take over that. Maybe. I mean, consolidation or part of like, do we have to get together and be embrace everyone as one arrow up front? Or, you know, let's, let's just say Guatemala that everyone's like having like a, a like in a pot and like all of this, uh, I forgot the word, uh, um, you know, just crawling on the sides and right. see who you can pull from out the sides. And, right. and I think that. In, in general terms and we have discussion it's not just Guatemala but Mexico Guatemala Andreas like Central American countries trying to get together and able to be an arrow of you know like African coffees they go together like uh, right. Central American coffees they go together how can you unify yeah exactly because I think as you say like consolidation in a good way but um, I'm all, what, where I'm coming from is similar to what I think is going to happen here if people are not smarter about the way that they're managing their businesses with the volatility of what's coming there really, there's an exposure there for bigger companies to come in and wait for the volatility to tip in the negative way. And yeah. they'll just come, and it's already happening. There's a company that is buying businesses, a green coffee trading company in Saudi Arabia that is just going out and offering ridiculous amounts of money to every green coffee importer. Just to have like a monopoly kind monopoly. of thing? Yeah. Right? And we don't have to mention names. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. But... That's the way that consolidation is going to happen. They don't have to really wait. Um, the, the time is right. The volatility has already started. Gre smaller green coffee importers are feeling the pinch already. Right. When someone comes to them and says, we're going to give you $20 million for your shitty little importing company, they're going to say yes. Yeah, of course. Like, who, who will not, right? But they're not buying the shitty little importing company. They're buying their customers. For sure. Right. right, so so there's already uh, they're buying the supply chain, they're buying all of the things, they're buying their leases, they're buying all of that kind of stuff, and we'll see that happen here in Dubai with regards to cafes. I mean, I, I agree with you. At some point, I and I, that's kind of like the thing that we're trying to do as specialty wise, and it's relationships, right? Right. You know, like Kim, for example, like it doesn't matter if you'll buy or not buy coffee or whatever but for example we're we're having a straight up relationship and just sitting down and enjoying each other and that's kind of like where the tradition of coffee started you know yeah. and i think that that's something that money cannot buy at the end of the game you will go and sometimes even producer or buyers will go with the person that they can be connected you know and that this happened in, in a lot of companies that they cafes that they've been sold or buy out and you know they're pro the the, the supply chain will go through whatever relationship we have so going forward I think that relationships is one of the things that we should be keeping on 
transparency and i think that transparency is something that we talked about a lot and it's like oh we're transparent in everything but i think that not 100 of the people is very transparent on deals on business and how to just be transparent of even friendship and yeah. I've, i've seen a lot of here like that like it's just to be trying to be good with anyone instead of being jealousy of yeah who can be better you know and it's not about being better it's just about growth together Because we're growing specialty coffee, right? Uh, well, uh, whether it's specialty coffee or commercial coffee, doing good business mm -hmm. is doing good business. Like, and the right. thing that I really admire about Raw is that they are all about relationships. Right. You, and they're very transparent about that. If they don't have a good relationship with you, they're not going to do business with you. They don't care what you're selling. They don't care how great your product is. If you're not a, if you're not, if you don't make sense to do good business with, they're not going to make good business with you. Right. Right, of course. It's just not what their value structure is. They treat their staff the same way. I am not an employee of Raw, just so <laughs> that you know. <laughs> no, but, but I agree with you because, I mean, even though, I mean, things can go wrong, right? Sideways of like, you're always going to have mistakes. But what in coffee, what I have learned, it's just about Relationships. if you're transparent with each other, like I screw it up, like, or there's something wrong. Just, yeah, exactly. It doesn't I'd, matter because, I mean, you're not going to be perfect, no. but... It's just about being loyal to someone and just to be transparent. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of like values more about the volatility of money, just getting everything. I think the, you're absolutely right. In the sense that, uh, you know, I take the, the view that no matter what happens over the next two years, with all the volatility, the relationships that you built and how you built your business, Correct. this is the time when you're going to see whether you built sustainably Or you didn't. If you kick the can down the road on relationships and good buying practices and FOMO and all that kind of stuff, this is the time when I think that we're going to see. You know, Warren Buffett has this saying, when the tide goes out, that's when you see who's swimming naked. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. And this is the time. Yeah. And I'm really excited because for since the podcast began... We have been advocating for people to build smart. We have been advocating for people to make sure that they build sustainably and that they put the effort into great relationships and pay fair prices and don't screw people over. And a lot of people thought that that was naive. At some point, it's like, you know, it's, I agree. I, I agree with you, but at some point, it's just becoming that word of sustainable and It's just like, right. it's a it's a bigger word of like, depending But, on where you are, it's sustainable right. or not, right? But to your point, a company like Raw is the perfect example of a company that has stood the test of time right. by building sustainably. That doesn't mean you don't go through hard times. In fact, it means you're most certainly going to build, go through hard times. Why? Because what we mean by sustainably is for the long term. Yeah, I agree. Again, that's that's supposed to be like the word that it's paying for prices and everything. And it's just like, you know, it's a it's a big word. And even for not knowing your cost and that's a bigger word, even in producing countries. Right. But but I think that being sustainable and just being like, again, transparency. I think that overall, that's, so that's, that what for you, we're that's going, the empowerment, right? Like it's been really interesting seeing what different people think about is the key to that and so for you it's transparency yeah right? i think that overall coming into that like for me it's really being transparent and building up because i mean for me four years coming here like every year it's just about building that but it's about transparency not everything will go perfect as a court but it's just about having that close 
openness. Openness and and seem that we can we can move forward, but we move it together and we move it in a transparent way. And it sounds like in a respectful way, like not tricking each other, not lying to each other, exactly. not like managing the expectations, having some clarity around that. Because at the end of the time, like even coffee industry is like a kind of a school, right? Like it's so big, but at the same time, it's so small that no matter what you do, no matter what you are, it's just about, not about reputation, but but it does at the same time. Oh, because, totally about reputation. You know, because once you screw somebody over. Not social over, media reputation because now it's like, no, 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 oh, no. I have so many followers and blah, 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 blah whatever. But Fuck that. It, I'm not I interested mean, in that. You know, like it's just about knowing what you can do and what can we sit down and we can settle and just talk about openly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, I think that it's, we're still missing some of that transparency and some of that openness that can give you even for, for getting better, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, I don't like this. This is crap. Like, I just, we need to move forward from this and, and without no one getting offended because I think... Everyone's going to get offended, yeah, but, my friend. Yeah, but, but that's, that's okay. That's, that's not your problem. Well, it is and it isn't at the same time because it's like, what do you want to sell or you want to get, you know, if, it's an example, but you want to sell coffee to someone or you want to be, uh, you know, like... A, a crusader. Yeah, or be licking his boots enabled right. for me to buy, but then it's just like a showcase of show social media, which a lot of people are falling through that. Right. So it's, where do you want to go? Where do you want to choose, right? So I think that also it's like we need to know and choose because some people are, that's that's another subject, but uh, <laughs> I'm going through another go. But I mean, transparency. That's for that's, another that's podcast a, yeah, series. Exactly. <laughs> And we will have you back on the podcast uh, at some point. I'll be happy to. Inshallah. <laughs> we have a tradition as we wrap up this episode of the podcast. Before I do, folks, check the show notes and you can find links to Paradigm Coffee. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, we have a tradition. We sign off with Peace, Love and Peanut Butter and we get the guests to sign off the episodes okay, at World nice. of Coffee. So do you want to sign us off with Peace, Love and Peanut Butter? Peace, Love and Peanut Butter. Have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, friends. Please don't forget to show us some love by subscribing, liking, commenting, and most of all, sharing this podcast with your friends. Check the show notes for links, including our sponsors and our Patreon. And stay tuned for more great conversations on the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward.